Ladies and gentlemen, you are now about to witness the journey that is Life Choices Podcast. Yeah! Welcome back, everybody, here to another episode of the Life Choices Podcast. I am welcoming Will Need. Yes. Will Need Renee. Yes, the one and only. The one and only. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming to the show. What we do on here is we discuss mindset, success, the good and the tough aspects of going after your passions, which we're going to dive into in a second. Um, we'll need Renee. Yes. Do you sometimes go by Renee? Yeah. The reason why I'm asking you this is that our previous guest that was on here this morning knows you. They do? 100%. Who is it? Her name is Morgan. Oh my gosh, Morgan can was you, on. Can you say her last name? No. No, I know. I had a hard time too. She had to teach me how to say it. That's awesome. Shout out, Morgan. Um, hey, girl. She was super stoked, dude. When, when I told her that you were coming on the show, she was like, oh my God. Like before I even like could describe who you were. She already knew. She knew right away. Bro, and then I get my phone out. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, Instagram. She's like, yeah, that's her. I was like, awesome. <laughs> it was like small world, right? Yes. Yes. That's hilarious. Because she doesn't. She doesn't know Golden, who was on here first, which is how I met you. Mm -hmm. um, and you and Golden uh, are both personal trainers. Yes. And you both are personal trainers at the same gym, or was it just randomly that I came in to train with him and you were at that gym? It was just random. Just random. Yeah, oh, okay. we hop from gym to gym. Yeah, I get that. He's eh? a beast, though. He is, right? He is no joke. He is <laughs> serious about it. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I have had many different trainers i've done different uh objectives i guess i've done mm -hmm. um boxing i've done crossfit i've had fucking probably four different personal trainers mm -hmm. and i gotta tell you like he just gets it he gets it he is someone that's it's not just the fitness part he's testing your mind fuck yeah he's pushing your limits like he's like no no you can do 10 more i can't do 10 oh, yes like, you can like come on suck it up like it's mind over matter like he is he does not joke around half the time I'm like bitch no i can't i got <laughs> one in me i got one i'm a bit older than you my muscles and my elbows and my joints he's like no you got this you fucking you got this i'm like okay, fine i got it that's yeah. literally how he hypes himself up yeah. like you, you hear him talking about like, you okay g yeah. He's like, we locked in. We locked in. We're going to get this done. That's 100% him. <laughs> That's hilarious. If you can do me a favor real quick, just uh, let our listeners and our watchers, our viewers know a little bit about you, like where, where you started, maybe like, you know, younger years, where you are now, mm -hmm. what it is that you're doing these days. So it all started on a glorious day when I was born. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could sit here and have that long of the conversation. The surrounded the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and they sang to me while I was, you know, an no. angel was born <laughs> on. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I've always been active um, since I was younger. I did cheerleading. I would ran track in high school. Like I was always doing dancing. I was always doing something. Um, and nutrition was always big in my house. So I never got that fat kid story. Okay. But I was always been active, but I've always been small. So around the beginning years of college, I was only like 110 pounds. I was a little toothpick. Damn. And I didn't go away for school and I didn't run anymore. I didn't run anymore. I didn't do any more sports. I was just stagnant. I didn't do anything. And one day my friend was like, well, come to the gym with me. I was like, me? No. Mm -hmm. I w you'll never catch me in the gym. I'll never be that bulky, manly looking girl. That could never be me. <laughs> Fast forward. Um, two years later, I literally, I don't know, something snapped every day that I kept going to the gym. I kept testing myself. Maybe I can lift this. Maybe I can do that. Or, you know, like, whoa, like I'm getting kind of thick, but I was not like this. And I started eating more because I went from eating once a day. My, my Jesus. meal of choice was cereal. Okay. I loved cereal. You couldn't tell me anything. I wouldn't eat anything else. Um, water here and there, but mainly cereal. I would eat once a day and I would be malnourished. And, you know, the more I started to work out, the more I ate, the more I ate and I started to get stronger and I loved it. I loved testing my limits every single time I went to the gym and I went from 110 when I started to 145. Quick. Muscle. Yeah. No, no, no. It was no. a process. Okay. It was definitely because I went through my highs and lows. You know, everyone thinks it's one straight line. It's mm. more a curve. You stop, you get sick, you, you get mad and you just get depressed and you... You know, it's a process. It's a journey. A lot of people forget that. Absolutely. So, you know, as I continued on, 
I got inspired because I need the person I needed. The person I am today is who I needed when I started. Okay. And I didn't have that social media. You look in the fitness industry now; it's so saturated. I didn't. They, that wasn't a thing when I started. It was like here and there, people lifting here and there, but it wasn't. Oh, look at her! She's so strong. Like I want to be like her. Like I'm inspired by her. It was nothing like that. So now I'm so inspired. That's why I became a personal trainer because I'm like I want to help somebody reach the levels that I reached and beyond. Perfect. And it's not just aesthetics. It's for health. I was malnourished and I thought being skinny was like a, there's nothing wrong with being skinny, but there's a difference between you're not healthy and you're healthy. Mm-hmm. I was a size two. I was so scared when I was, I started as a size zero. I was so scared. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going up to a size one, a size two. And I can't even fit into this. Like it won't, it won't right. happen. I'll rip the pants before yeah. it goes, but it's about your mindset. And what you're really doing it for and the longevity of it. Fitness is not just a trend. It's forever. Everyone's like, oh, I can squat this. I can squat that. But imagine when you're 16, you can actually bend over to get your groceries or you can pick up your grandchildren or, you know, like just those simple things that the things we take for granted. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because we're so young now. Of course, we can do jump off everything and do whatever we want. But there's going to be a time. I mean, all of us. We I can contest to it. <laughs> the way you are when you're 19, 23, 30, 37 is a big difference when you're more than that. Mm-hmm. The mindset can absolutely keep you young. But if you don't, like you're saying, take care of your body in a long, long in a marathon, mm-hmm. then you won't be able to pick a quarter off the ground if it falls out your pocket because you're going to be sore. Yep. You hear people now like my knees, this, my back, that I'm like, if it's hurting now, what do you think it's going to feel like? That's a fear I have later. Yeah. <laughs> that That's a big reason why I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always said it, it's funny. I've had personal trainers in my life since as early as when I was in my early twenties and I was living on my own out of my parents' house. And I literally would like express to them like, Oh, why do you want to do this? And I said back then, not that I'm much larger now, mm-hmm. but you know, the little, the little belly, the little belly little that came stuff. along after I was about 27. I always said to them, like, I compared myself to my father, like genetically, we're very, very similar. And I always said, well, you know, my dad always had like, you know, like a four month year old kind of belly. And I was like, I'd like to like prevent that before that happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that when you get older and your metabolism slows down a bit and you add alcohol on an everyday basis and eat whatever you want, instead of thinking what you should be eating, that that's going to just make it happen quicker. Yes. Um, So the longevity of being healthy physically is a huge reason why someone should go to the gym. What you're saying about social media was you didn't know about what was going on in a gym unless you walked into it. Yes. 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Now it's amazing because myself as well, I, I lean on myself to motivate me. But from time to time, I do like to watch other things that get me motivated because it gets me riled up. And then I remember, okay, now you've got to keep it going yourself. But men and women in fitness, they got wicked cool music behind it. Like I've, I've watched your stuff, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're strapping up and you're chalking up and you're, you're, you know, and it looks like for me, it's like, fuck yeah, that looks amazing. <laughs> and that's important. And I love how like, you know, you witnessed yourself going from what you thought for yourself was malnutritious, not healthy, too skinny, to getting yourself comfortable with the thought of I'm going to be thicker and I'm going to love it and I'm going to want it. And now you want to share that with other people to make them feel comfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. What What was the biggest factor for you to switch that mindset? I would say anger. Okay, I love it. I was in an angry place when... um I snapped. Okay. I, I guess you can say snapped or, you know, went rogue. <laughs> okay. Um, I was in an angry place and I didn't know. That was before I discovered therapy, of course. I didn't know how to channel that anger. I'm not like a person that walks around angry. I didn't know what to do with it. It was building up in me and I needed somewhere to release it. I was at the gym every single day. I could be at the gym for three hours and not care. I would be having a bad day and I'll just go to the gym and sit there and just be happy sitting there. Just okay. being around the weights. And um, obviously, it's not sustainable. You mm. can't. You got, you got to seek mental help. Like, literally, therapy is a must. But before then, I was in the gym every single day. If I was having a bad day, I was there. I could be there twice a day. 
I started working at the gym. <laughs> yeah, you just be there so much. Like, hey, I can still I get a work job? at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was my happy place. Right. Couldn't tell me anything. I knew every single person in the gym and every single person knew me. Okay. That was just my happy place. Everyone was like, I'm always smiling. I was happy. Not like I could lift and like slam weights all I wanted and not get in trouble for it. Right, right. You can make a ruckus, release that negative energy that was in you, mm-hmm. and no one was going to say boo. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a good outlet. Obviously, I, I sought therapy then. Then it became more of passion than anger. Right. And um, everyone has a weight loss story, but not a lot. Po- not a lot of people talk about how difficult it is to gain weight. It's right. depressing. Yeah. Because I had a fast metabolism. I could eat as many like as a lot and still not gain the weight that I wanted. I had a goal weight for myself, and I'm like, I'm not hitting it. What am I doing wrong? I'm lifting. I'm doing this. But as time grew by and I matured, I understood it's a process. Mm-hmm. And when your body is ready, it will maintain. But yeah. you're going to have plateaus. You're not going to be perfect forever. Not not at all. <laughs> um, I can parallel it. Um, I've been skinny. What do they call it? Skinny fat, I guess he has the Slim body. Slim, I don't know. I've been, I've been thin <laughs> pretty much everywhere my whole life. And it wasn't until, you know, you know, my 30s is where, like, you know, I've had to concentrate more on maintaining my stomach from getting out of hand Mm -hmm. and so i understand what it's like like everyone wants what they don't have you know short hair wants long hair long hair wants short hair thin people want to be thicker thicker want to be thinner it it, it, we all have our own visible issue with ourselves Mm -hmm. um i'm sure there are people that love what they look like i now do i am now very happy i'm still going to work hard at the gym to get me better for me Mm -hmm. but knowing that yeah we all we all have the mental worries about it. I love that you're sharing with us very openly about yeah. therapy. Uh, this is therapy for me. Yes. Getting a chance to sit down with individuals and, and have a conversation about life is very therapeutic for me. Knowing, and I'm assuming at a, at a young age, that you sought out therapy for what you, like you noticed something was happening. I didn't seek out therapy till like two years ago. Okay, I feel like you're very young. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna be 28 soon. Okay, I'm still okay. You're super I'm young. young. You're super young. But it's all relative. I understand. I that. wish I would have gotten it earlier. Okay, you know, but but you got it when you did. Yes, when right? I needed it the when I understood and I needed it the yeah. most, I got it. Um, and now you get to share that with other people that yeah. may be younger listening to this and 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 literally. Oh, wait a sec. Okay, let me hear this. So, what was the you knew there was anger inside you mm-hmm. and you, you didn't quite know what to do with it or what was happening. And then two years ago, you were just like. Um, there was a youth pastor, our youth pastor at our church. He became a therapist and I felt comfortable talking to him. And we have always talked. We've always had conversations. And, you know, it's like, have you thought about therapy? And I was like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Right. No. I'm not. No. Not me. Nah. Who would I look like? I don't even know what to say. I wouldn't know what to do. So we sat down. The first five minutes, I was already crying. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let it out. It was a good venting session. Like he sat there and he listened. I needed someone to just sit there and listen. And when he felt like he needed to intervene, he said something or he gave me some advice. But he sat there and listened. A lot of people just need someone to listen, mm-hmm. and they don't get that. I totally understand people with people that I work with um, on a regular basis. I'm a chef and on, on a yacht. I'm, I'm a private yacht chef, and the kitchen, the galley is where people usually come in to vent and whatever. And I pride myself on being that soundboard for people, and I let them know. First off, I I, I hug them if they need it. I, I get that, and sometimes it's just it's really really needed that you just mm-hmm. need that that connection with someone. And then I just say, listen, I'm a lock safe. If you need to come and vent, come and vent. If you need to talk to me about something, I'm here. If you don't need it, that's great. But if you just need someone just to lend an ear, I will stand there quietly and listen to what you have to say. And it's it's huge how much people will say. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it was only a couple of years ago that you started going to therapy. You're doing much better now. Yes. You feel great. Way better. Right? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but it's something you'll continue, right? It's something I'll continue from time to time. Um, I'm strong in my faith, okay. so I really rely on God, and I pray, and I fast, and I 
let him know first you know mm-hmm. i do continue therapy though okay from time to time i don't you don't need it constantly but you know when you need that Release. Once you get the help to, to identify yes. what it is yes. and you know how to navigate it, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the individual, mm-hmm. you may need more than less and less than more, mm-hmm. but then you're able to go to it when you, when you have a moment. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the faith thing. Um, yes. I was brought back into my faith, uh, back in October from a friend of mine and it changed my life. Um, my mom's gonna be so proud that she, I'm saying this out loud. Um, I pray every morning and every night. Yes. Um, my father's been passed for five years. I talk to him daily mm-hmm. as well. Um, and yeah, I, I give gratitude. Like when I, when I pray, I first start off by saying, I'm coming to you with prayers, but first I want to thank you for my blessings. I want to thank you for all the things that you give to me in my life. I want to thank you for all the things you take away from me. I want to thank you from all the things you prevent from coming into my life in order to keep me safe. And then I go into the, what am I praying for? And I do that in the morning. I do it in the night. I give gratitude in the morning. I give gratitude in the night and throughout the day. If negative thoughts are coming into my head, Push them away. I, I accept them first. That's one thing that I try to share with everyone on the, on the Life Choices podcast is I, I accept all of my downs mm-hmm. and I don't dwell on them. I, I absorb them and understand why I'm feeling it. And then I bring them into the gratitude list so that my mind isn't constantly on on the negatives that's that's one of the practices i do because mm-hmm. there's tons of things we can be grateful for so that's what i do uh faith is important i do believe that and i love when when people sit there and share that they have it um i know golden you know same yes, same sir. yeah yeah i love i love him he's just such a good human being so i'm lucky that everyone that sits in that chair is a good human being like I, I vibe with everyone, which is so awesome. It would be a weird, weird conversation if it wasn't going to go that way. So when you were younger then and you were thin mm-hmm. or, or to you, mm-hmm. you know, how you saw yourself difficult as, as a, a teenager, early twenties. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause I didn't know I was thin when I was younger. Who cares? Like okay. I would just eat. Yeah. It wasn't when you got to high school. And, and you realize you're kind of behind mm. <laughs> on certain things and you look a certain way compared to everyone else. And I ran track and I did cheerleading, so it didn't matter. But college yeah. got worse. I'm okay. like, I still don't look like. I don't look like them. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I don't fill out the mm. same way. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, the, the most vicious humans in this world are children. And when I say that, I don't just mean people of a certain age. I mean children, because an adult can be a child. Yep. You know, people don't grow up uh, in the same, they don't grow up as fast as each other. And some people still think it's okay to make someone feel bad because of their appearance or other ethnicities and other things like Mm -hmm. that. And it's unfortunate because it develops, you know, issues with inside the person that, you know, is getting that at them. And I feel it's weird because I feel like more of us were bullied than there were bullies. Yeah. Which is so strange. We outnumbered the bullies and yet they had all the power. Cuz the words have power. Right? So so uh, how did you deal with that? Did you not deal with it until you were older? Once I started my fitness journey, um I accepted everything. Mhm. Um, cuz when you start off you're too skinny. Um then when you're going through the process you're too buff you're getting too buff you're getting too strong you're doing this you're doing too much and then when they start seeing the results wow you look great as long as i believe i was good the whole time i was gonna make it through that's what matters right Yep. so we celebrate zero fucks giving here oh okay that's something i try to share with everybody else (laughs) i didn't always i used to celebrate oh my god what am i doing what Mm -hmm. do i look like oh my god what are they gonna say are they gonna like me am i gonna fit in I changed schools every two years growing up. Wow. Yeah, I never, I've never in my entire school career been to one for more than more than two years. Wow. Always the new kid, and I was super tiny. I was I was buck fifty soaking wet if I was lucky as a boy, and that was relatively in high school already the height that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like five eleven to six feet by the time I was done. Um, bullied, picked on. You name it. It happened to all of us, except for the bullies. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're laughing now because we've healed ourselves in a way in which we know that we're okay and we did it our way. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the practices then that you implemented in your life then that you're more aware of now to keep going forward with it? Because there's high school, unfortunately, doesn't end. 
there's always going to be those people out there that yeah. are going to want to like take jabs at you no matter what. And when you do something like this and you're putting yourself out there for the general public, the masses, more of them are going to come out. So, so what, what did you do to, to what practices? I filmed the whole entire journey. Get out of here. I did. I took pictures. I filmed it because people don't believe how skinny I was. Oh no, you, you always been an athlete. You always looked like this. I was like, no, I didn't. And you know, I have proof. Yeah. And I always tell myself, imagine if I stopped when they told me to stop. I always look back and I'm like, wow, I came a long way. Imagine if I, and I always tell people, take pictures. I don't want to, I'll take pictures when I'm fit. I'll take pictures <laughs> when I get there. I'm like, no, the part of the process is to take pictures, is to accept yourself the way you are first. And then you can accept your higher self when it comes. Right. And um, everyone's like, no, don't take pictures of me. Don't, don't record me. Don't. I'm like, if I would have told myself that, looking back, I would have never even remembered where I started. Right. I, I live for all my early videos because I got to see where I messed up. Mm. I got to look at my poor form. Like I laugh when I look at all my stuff. But when I was doing it, I thought I was that girl. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm squatting. I had horrible form. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just wearing whatever. I used to wear flowers in my hair every day to the gym. I had a flower headband, <laughs> and I would wear a flower head. Everyone's like, why are you wearing a flower Because I, I, I thought it was cute. Yeah. I, I wore different things. I said, you know, I had different, like, nicknames and stuff like that, and I always joked around with everyone. And, you know, even on the bad days, I still tried my best to just joke around and accept it. Because I'm like, this is going to pass. It's right. going to pass. You're going to get through this. We're going to survive this. And we're going to be happy. Right. Like every day is, every day that you wake up or every day you decide to fight and keep fighting is another day one. Absolutely. It's a win. No matter what happens in it, it's a win. And and I, I love that you've documented everything that you have. Because not only do you get to look back and see all the progress that you've done for you, mm -hmm. but as a personal trainer, you're able to show others, yes. listen, I know you're at the beginning. This is me at the beginning. This is this is like whatever your goal is. Your goal might not be to look like me. Your goal might be to look like that person. Mm -hmm. It's possible. I did it mm -hmm. right here. Proof in the pudding. Yeah. And that that's an amazing tool to have for someone to create, to keep your successes going. Mm -hmm. Because to be a good personal trainer, you need to have clients, right? You need to have yeah. people that are going to come and say, hey, can you train me? And, I mean, how can someone not want to be trained by someone that achieved their goals by going after it? And I always tell people, when they show me, like, I want to look like this. I was like, no, you don't. Well, why not? Why don't you want to look like that? I was like, why would I want to look like that? I want to look like her. I want to look like her. I want to look like her. I was like, no, you want to look like you. Yes. I was like, I'm like, I, when I started, I'm like, oh, I want to look like this girl. I want to look like that girl. I was like, no, I want to look like me. As time went by and I saw the way my body was molding out, I was like, I'm going to be the baddest girl out here. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to look, gonna look like best. me. Yeah. I don't look like anybody else. People can compare my body. I don't look like nobody else. And that's the best part. I was like, as long as you are you and you fill out how you want to fill out and not how society tells you to, you're going to be happy. Yeah. You're going to be content because... Remember, this is going to fade away. Mm -hmm. You're not always going to keep this. Yeah, things are going to happen, and you're going to be able to. You need to be able to accept who you are, how you are, and that's it. Because you know we live in a a visual world. A visual world. Mm -hmm. Plastic surgery is mm -hmm. up there. BBLs and all that. Especially stuff. Especially like in the state of Florida, it's, yeah. it's massive. Mm -hmm. I'm from Toronto, Ontario. Okay, um, when I started uh, in the yachting industry. And I started coming in and out of the, uh, the the Fort Lauderdale and West Palm ports as I do. Um, culture shock. Yeah. Culture shock. I'm sure if I look back, I could probably remember one or two people. Mm -hmm. Like as a teenager, maybe I noticed an older person in my friend's group maybe got something done, but you didn't, it didn't click. But I, you know, come here, it's like, I mean, fucking 20 it's something years old recording. and you're getting shit done, yeah. you know, because you're keeping up with the, I guess they say the Kardashians now, but... They took they took out all their stuff. They took. They don't even have their their. If you look, re really, if you look at their earlier bodies and yeah. compared to their now, they, they don't reverse like, everything. Yeah, damn. A lot of celebrities are taking all that stuff out. Hey, keep doing it out there, celebs. <laughs> keep doing it. Let's <laughs> let's change the message out here to everybody. Are getting reductions, getting yeah. their the implants out. Wow. So it's like 
I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm all for, um, if we're diving into this topic of plastic surgery, I'm all for it, uh, at a certain time in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, gravity's gravity Mm -hmm. happens to everybody wrinkles, you know, we're, we're, whatever this is, you know what I'm saying? It changes over time. Mm -hmm. And at that point, um, I get it. You know, if you're doing it, uh, for you for that kind of reason, um, um, yeah, I'll support you. No big deal. You know, if you if you're uh, if I'm married to an individual who at some point in her life wants to get something done for the right reason, all right, let's go do it. No big deal. But I don't. It bothers me a bit when I hear of my friends who are under the age of thirty, and they are doing certain things, um, and I'm like, you're a gorgeous fucking person. And now again, each individual is different. They may not see themselves the way I see them. Yeah. But. You're a gorgeous person. Yeah. Who you are is amazing. Makes this amazing, you know. But not everyone, you know, unfortunately sees that. So they do go after the. And I think the state of Florida, a bit more because you have money here and and it's summer all year long. Oh, bikini body, let's go. All that. Yeah. So I always tell people, especially people my age, you have not filled out yet. Mm. Yeah, your body has not fully my, my girlies. Your body has not fully filled out yet. You'll always hear girls like, "I'm going to go get BBL." I was like, "Your body has not fully filled out yet." How you know you weren't about to evolve into the next version of you, the I better like, version? Yeah, right. Like, if you allow it, yeah. yeah. So you just give your body a little time before you go and do that. I mean, the girls that want to get BBLs, go ahead, be my guest. If that's what makes you feel, you know, whole, go ahead, girl, do your thing. Excuse my ignorance. BBLs. I think I know what Brazilian it is. Brazilian butt lips. Oh yeah, no, I've seen completely different. Yeah, what no, are you thinking? Bigger, better lips. No. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that BBL, <laughs> whatever. Tice off the camera's making fun of me again. So yeah, I don't know the exact BBL. Person. Come on, bigger, better. Listen, no. there, there was a movie back in the Y'all. day called Hard Bodies. That's about all I'm going to say about it. But they had a phrase that said beat the BBD, which is the bigger, better deal. Mm-hmm. So I was going with bigger and better. All right, sorry. No. The bigger. What is it? The the Brazilian butt lift. Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, but like, yeah. They lift it. They yeah. adding. Yeah, and then. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then suck here, and then add some in the back, and really, yeah. I mean, I know, like, I've seen like photos and shit, but yeah. like. <laughs> no, I know plenty of people that have gotten it. Um, you know, some of them are moms. They want mommy makeovers. They just want to feel like themselves again. That's cool. Some people have more than one child. It's not easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but some people who are just doing it to please people, I. That's what I'm getting be. at. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like if you're doing it, a hundred percent for you. Yeah. I get it. You had two children. You want to, you know, just ch- change it up a bit yeah. better. You know, get it back to like the norm or what you used to have. Yeah. I get it. But if you're if you're going in there and then making it four times bigger than it was, I mean. Where just where's to it stop? post it all over social media. It's not necessary. Because we've been programmed to use social media for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, I, you'll never... I always say I'll take that money and go do some nettles. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, pe- yourself, me, Guys. Golden. <laughs> hey, listen, I got... I, you know, I was going to say, I bought a brand new mouth the other day, and I, I miss it too sometimes. I literally sipped off the wrong part. Yeah. And, and you're, you know, the equipment's in your way. So most people don't usually drink with, with a mic in their face. It's a little water, so it's there, okay. There you go. It dries up. Yes, sir. Um, we uh, This is where he has to edit because I've lost my topic. Um, Brazilian butt lifts. Can yeah, Brazilian butt lifts. It's so weird. Using for social media. Yeah, so like uh, someone like yourself, personal trainer, I've seen your Instagram. You're using it for the right reasons. You're mm-hmm. using it for your business. You're using it to motivate other people. I believe uh, that that is why, and and it's slowly going that way. Social media is a platform to help create work, to help create business, and that's what it should be. It's it's almost like free advertising for yourself. Um, the other stuff, the, the the pages of just pure selfies, um, excuse me, um, those people. Um, I wish I had multiple therapists' name available. Uh, that I'd be like, yo, go hit this person up, please. Because this constant selfie stuff, if your whole Instagram is selfie, I want to hug you. I want to hug you and say it'll be okay. Because th- there's something going on there. Yeah. In my personal opinion. That's all. No, it's that's all it is. Grain of salt. My opinion. But you know, Instagram is searching for that. Oh, they and love it. pumping it Oh, out. of course. I watched the documentary on, Inst- on social media. Mm-hmm. They're literally 
looking at everything you're looking at mm-hmm. and then they're pumping it out, pumping it out. and then once you stop let's say i take a break a social media break they'll make a notification pop up like hey so and so just started following you <laughs> or hey what about do you want to eat at this place okay so i'm going to pause you for a second so when we film batch filming right we mm-hmm. don't always put everyone in chronological order we kind of like mix it up so past present future becomes anyhow. yeah but we're gonna have to put her after um, the one before because we literally just had that conversation <laughs> yesterday. So when I say we literally just had that conversation on the last episode, I think it's crazy. It, it is. I, I was talking about how like your phone now mm-hmm. will beep even though you have nothing because yes. they want you to pick it up yes. and start start surfing again. Yep. Yeah. Once they see that you've been offline, oh, she's been offline for twenty minutes. Well, okay, send her a lo- notification for Ding. this. Yep. For no reason. Yeah. Or you're searching something on the internet and it pops up on your instagram as an ad or Mm -hmm. it pops up on this or hey do you want to connect your facebook now your instagram and facebook is connected now you're stuck going from instagram to facebook instagram to facebook instagram to facebook it's i hear you i do have um i gotta be honest with you i don't even remember which one it is but one of the things that i post on automatically posts to the life choices facebook page Instagram. So your Instagram has to be linked to your Facebook because it happens for me too. So on my Instagram, like I post a reel, it'll go straight to Facebook. hundred percent. And then Facebook will give me a notification. Hey, you're getting five new, five new views on your, on the day. And I'm just like, I didn't put anything up there. And I forget, I do post on my Facebook, like Mm -hmm. personal Facebook for this. Uh, but but now I have to look into like getting onto the life choices, uh, Facebook a bit more because there's a lot more traction now because all of a sudden I'm putting more things on Instagram, which is directly going to there in one way. I kind of am okay with it because for someone like myself that has to post on multiple platforms to get the traction going for, you know, getting everyone to come to the life Mm -hmm. choices podcast to watch it or listen to it. Um, I do wish they could kind of like make it easier to kind of link everything, but then that'll create laziness which is what I was doing, making all the posts kind of look generic across all platforms. Mm -hmm. And now I've switched it up and I'm getting a bit more creative with each one. Uh, Again, I'm just honest with everyone out there. Like I'm learning how to do this. My main goal is the long goal, which is doing the podcast forever and helping people with the conversations I have. And I'm not hiding the fact that I don't know how to use this shit. (laughs) You know, I didn't. Just a bunch of buttons. You know what I'm saying? I don't even use this pad over here that has a whole but bunch of like so cool noises and stuff. It looks awesome, right? <laughs> I literally use it for the two mics and the two headphones right now and that's it. And that's fine. Like I'm honest with everyone. Like I don't know everything and I'm I'm I've spent the past couple of days learning how to how to take a MP four to an MP three, which I made into an M four A. Yeah, right? Confusing as fuck. Yeah. Just so I can get an RSS. Yeah, which is something you need to take your audio thing to get onto um, your audio from your video to get onto the platforms, which is just audio. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me two days to learn all this shit. It's like Chinese to me. I don't know. It's still Chinese to me. I don't get anything. Yeah. I just said. <laughs> but I, I'm fortunate because first off, you have the internet. Yeah. Helps with everything. YouTube University. 100%. TikTok. Yes. Mm. And then I'm fortunate enough that I have such a wonderful group of human beings in my life that I can reach out to that have been in tech stuff for a while. I have a couple of DJs. Both have been on the show before. Shout out to DJ Merkham and DJ Nick Flash. Um, they literally, I hit one up. They were both together, asked a couple of questions. They both kind of like together said, oh, you can do this on your, and do this. And then awesome, figured it out. And then what I love more, more than anything, one of them calls me today. How to go? Did you figure it out? That, that right there just melted that. my heart, right? I like I was just like, that. fuck yeah, thank I did and thanks for thanks for following up, man. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Um on a lighter note, I want to ask you a question about cereal. Because you mentioned that it was like your your one meal a day when you were younger. Uh top five favorite cereals? Because there had to be more than one. Top five, my go to was Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes? <laughs> Fucking love it's a that classic. shit. It's a yes. classic. You can't you can't beat that. Fight me. If yeah. you think I, if yeah. it, if it's not, fight me, <laughs> the gauntlet has been throwing down, <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. Fruit Loops. Boom. Um, honeycomb. Honeycomb. Okay. And don't call me a kid, but I like kicks. Kicks? I don't know that one. You never had kicks. I'm Canadian, so like I've since like I've been coming corn in. Balls. It's a cornball. Okay, so I think we might have had Captain Crunch. Them might have been Mm-mm. similar to that. No, I don't like that one. Maybe you guys had that. And we just had it. We have Captain guys. Crunch here, but we don't. Yeah. I don't like it. Because that's something I noticed in high school. I was in youth group, 
excuse me, I was in a Jewish youth group in high school and we would uh, do trips to the States and they would come like we, you know, whatever. And that's when I start, first started seeing the differences in, in like cereals and chocolate bars and potato chips and whatnot. And then obviously since I've been coming in and out of this port for 15 years, mm-hmm. um, you really get to see what's, what's different. Uh, Frosted Flakes, without a doubt, whether I'm in the uh, phase of my life where I'm smoking weed or I'm completely <laughs> sober from everything, that is like my go-to like without a doubt, mm-hmm. it's the crunchiness, the sweetness. Like when I'm on a yacht, I try not to ask the girls who buy all the snacks for crew to get me anything because it's, it's really horrible. They have everything there for you. And that's when like at least, at least five pounds when I go away on, 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 on well, we work. That. Yeah. We lived a little pooch for but, a while. But the, but, the <laughs> okay. but the frosted flakes, man, that is my vice. Did you ever have um, sugar crisp? Mm-mm. Oh man, was it Sugar Bear? Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. No. Oh, okay, maybe that's a Canadian one. That oh, is I love that. Yeah. Uh, one of my brothers loved Fruit Loops. Yeah, I was I was okay with them. Cinnamon Toast Crunch for me was it kind of got soggy quickly. It did. Yeah. Um. Now, what kind of cereal? Guys, I'm lactose intolerant. <gasps> <laughs> It's okay. We're not. We're not going to kick you out of here. Um, my go-to cereal right now is oatmeal. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you can have other cereals with oat milk and I know, cashew milk but and it just, cereal, soy milk. Cereal yeah. doesn't. See, I only drink oat milk. Mm-hmm. I just never was a fan of regular milk when I was younger. It's I'm not lactose intolerant. I just prefer oat milk mm-hmm. um, over almond milk. I've tried them all, and I prefer oatly. Shout out I Oatly. Love Oatly. Yeah. I love Oatly. All right. Well, there you go. We I've just, had Oatly. We yeah. just decided Oatly, you're allowed to come sponsor the Life Choices podcast Please. when you're ready. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. I still use it with my cereal, but I've shifted from the fun young cereal. My go to now Raisin Brown? No, but I, I totally get why you'd say that right now. <laughs> Ty's just dying in the background right here because let's just say I, older man. I know keep your, younger yeah. people who like Raisin Bran. Listen, I'm, I'm not far off from what I'm going to say. Special K oh. with strawberries. Okay. Yeah, okay. the dried strawberries. <laughs> oh, see, I get the thumbs like up that? from Ty's. There we go. Um, I'll buy a box of that and it's really only four bowls for me. Like, I'll, I'll eat that shit quickly. Yeah. Lucky Charms. No. No. It, it's Loved disgusting. It. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, it's it's horrible. literally sugar. It's just sugar in a bowl. No. 100%. No. Number one addictive thing on earth. I don't yeah. like it. All right. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll stop there on the cereal since she does not like a lucky No, charms. so I, I, as I adjusted my diet, I realized my body was not digesting the milk anymore. Okay. And when I went to the doctor, I was like, I keep, you know, it's not digesting properly. I keep mm. having to go to the bathroom right after I eat cereal. And she's like, oh, that's because you're lactose intolerant. Your but did she do a test? Um, they did blood tests and other stuff. Yeah. Um, because I was breaking out also really, really bad. Okay. So she's like, I think your body's not breaking down the enzyme in the milk. Oh, you know, it's a mutation to actually be able to digest milk. Okay. You're mu- that's a mutation. So okay. you guys are the minority, not the majority. Boom. Just want to put that out there. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I can eat cheese and stuff. I don't eat it too much because I do get bloated. But milk. Forget about it. If I remember I had pasta, my coworker made it for me. And my stomach was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like. Cream based. I was like, what's in there? So I asked her, I was like, hey, what's in, what's in this? And she was like, oh, you know, whole milk, heavy cream, <laughs> all this other Everything stuff. Everything you can't have? I I didn't know what to do with myself. My stomach was in knots. Mm. I, I was, she's like, you okay? I was like, I'm lactose intolerant. She's like, oh, I didn't know. It was a bad day for me. Yeah, no doubt. No. But you've noticed that like without, like, you know, cutting it out, you're good. The internals yeah. are, are okay. Yeah, so I don't never catch Stay away from it. Almond yeah. milk or oat milk for sure. That's, okay. That's really it. All right. I mean, the, 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 the temple is important yes. and as we mature through life we're able to listen to it better yeah which is important never never push away what could be going on inside your body mm-hmm. um, do some research figure it out for yourself when you have um, people that are coming to you for personal training do you do anything else besides personal training right now no no i am wanting to pursue other avenues Ooh, we're gonna get into that in a little bit then that's excellent i like that little segue <laughs> um when people come to you um and ask to be trained by you mm-hmm. what would be like one of the first questions you're gonna ask somebody before you say yes um 
besides the generic how many times a week do you want to train yeah yeah. what are you eating like okay that's my main thing like how many times a day do you eat what are you eating when you eat or how many times like how much water are you drinking those are like the three main things because you can tell a lot by where a person is going and Mm -hmm. how a person is really is their health wise as how they're eating because nutrition is, is, is a big, a, huge, like 80, mm-hmm. 70, 90%. So when I get girls that say, oh, I only eat like once a day. I'm just not hungry. No, we're going to have to, even if you're trying to lose weight, you need to eat. Right. You Would you drive a car to Miami on E? You wouldn't. Oh. So why would I've gone in my car before in that situation. But no, you can't get there. Y'all, you, you don't, gotta, you gotta, don't yeah, try yeah. that. Don't yeah, try no, that. No, no, it's y'all. not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but you wouldn't do that. Your body right. needs fuel. Mm-hmm. If your body has no fuel, it's not it's not going to move. It's right. not going you're not making any progress. You might lose some weight, but you're not losing the fat. Right. So you're like, "Oh yeah, but I lost like 10 pounds." I was like, "Cuz you're not eating, you're starving yourself. You it's not you're not losing I've done anything." It. I've done it. It's not healthy. Yeah. I mean, if you're fasting for, you know, nutrition purposes, mm-hmm. like just trying to detox your body, that's one thing. But if you're purposely not eating, starving yourself or you're eating a big load of whatever when you eat the one time that you eat it's not going to help you yeah i did the uh the intermittent fasting for Mm -hmm. a while um for like three years i want to say and i took it too far when i look back at some photos and whatnot and then when i look back at like you know comments that people said not that i cared what they thought about me but you know they were it wasn't being mean it was just like yo you okay like yeah. You know, because um, I was trying to figure out how to lose, you know, my stomach because uh, that was like a thing I worried about. And I was intermittent fasting from like 7 p.m. until like whatever, 14 or 16 hours later is, mm-hmm. right? But I wasn't eating the right foods when I was eating, which is what you're saying. And I did lose it. I absolutely, my stomach was gone. I was flat stomach. But, yep, you know, face and everything. for those that are just listening... I squeezed my cheeks just now. I literally, like, I looked not healthy thin, you know. And I had to allow myself to be okay with my body type and know that a little this is going to be is going to be fine um, as long as the inside is, is healthy. healthy. So I know what foods I can and I cannot eat, yeah. which is important. Do you have a large group of friends, small group of friends? Um, I'd say I have a small group of friends. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people right. that have a small group of friends. That's good. Yeah, we talk about that here is, is the importance of um, weeding out those who aren't really adding any positive forward motion in your life. Mm-hmm. And it does help when you have a smaller group of people because there's less less noise. I always say the people that know me can see me. Okay. And see right through me. Okay. All right. Like, so the second part I can get, they can see right through you when you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. You're bullshitting. Yep. The first part of it, the people that know me can, can see, see me. me. So I have two sides to me. Okay. And I let everyone sees like the social media me, the know everybody, happy go lucky me. But like the real me is hidden deep down inside. And only the people that are closest to me can see me. Okay. Okay. They're like, because someone could say, oh my gosh, she's like the happiest person in the world. And then my friends would be like, no, she's not. No, Mm-mm. she's not. Like, there's something wrong with her. They're like, what are you talking about? She's smiling. No, there's something wrong with her. And only like a f- only a few people can see like deep or feel it. Mm. Can see deep like something's wrong with her. You gotta right. talk to her. Or like they'll see it while I'm out in the open. And then once we get alone, they're like, are you okay? But no one would know. Mm-hmm. I'll be the life of the party. And I'll be dying inside and no one will know. Okay. Except the people that know me. And, and why would you think uh, you as an individual, because let's be honest, there are a lot of people out there that do just that. Those who seem the happiest uh, tend to be uh, dealing with the most mm-hmm. inside. Why do you think you do that? Because I don't want to make anyone else feel like I feel. Okay. Like I don't like it. I don't like feeling how I feel, but mm. I don't like it when someone else feels how I feel. Right. Like if you're sad and you're crying you're in the corner, like I will literally like speak so much life into you. Mm. And then my friends will look at me like, I can't believe you said that to her. But why are you feeling the way you feel it? Like how could right. where did all that power come from? But you're not because you're a superhero. Yourself. You're a superhero. You know, because you want to go and absorb their their problems. Yeah, and, and I want to make I want to see them happy. I want to yeah. see them 
flourish and all that stuff. Like, I don't want them to carry what I carry because it's heavy. For me, for personal training, it's not easy because mm-hmm. I work out all day long. And then I have to still train myself because my body is the business card. Absolutely. And you're not just going to, you're not going to give a certain amount, give me a certain amount of money if I can't train you. If I don't take the time to invest to do research, to figure out new things, to do certain workouts, be able to program, do do that type of stuff. It takes a lot. Sometimes my day starts at 4.30. My day, well, my day every day starts at 4.30. I love it. Ugh, it ain't, no, ain't for the week. Yeah? <laughs> it starts at 4.30. And you just started a week ago doing 4.30s? No. Oh, okay. We were a year in. Okay, good. Um, yeah. It starts at 4.30, and then sometimes it ends at 11. Okay. And then we have to be back up at 4.30. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes on the nights that I can't sleep, mm-hmm. I don't sleep. Because... Yeah. It's not going to stop. Someone's depending on you to show up and you have to make it work. Absolutely. There's no days off. Your body is literally screaming for rest. Mm -hmm. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. I take rest days. Don't get me wrong. I do take days off, but majority of the time it's like we're on go. I'm on go. I don't have time to stop because I know I see the bigger picture. You have the discipline within yourself and you understand what, um, it means to have people depending on you, Yeah, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you do know, take a rest day. That's important yeah. for yourself, obviously. Um, four, four thirty in the morning has been a thing of my life for, for a few years because my job dictates that I do it when I'm not at the job. I, your body is just used to it. Well, I implemented it to just make sure I'm okay for the job. Okay, when the job yeah. has to show up again. Um, the funniest thing happened to me last night. Mm-hmm. I typically wake up one to three times during the night because I have a very, very small bladder. And I got to go pee. Small bladder? Yeah. I mean, I, I say it's a small bladder. <laughs> I pee a lot you know, at night. <laughs> That's good, though. But yeah. But I mean, sure. I'm happy. Out, yeah. yeah. Wakes me the fuck up, though. You know, I do get to fall back asleep, but two or three times a night. Last night, uh, I put my head down. I probably fell asleep around 10.30. I do not remember the last time I slept until my alarm. My alarm didn't go off. I woke up because I had to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Went to the bathroom, came back in my room, was about to get into bed, and my phone was vibrating because my alarm was going off. Mm. Yeah, it was 4.45. I was like, damn. I was like, all right. I ain't going back to sleep. That literally happened to me the other day. Yeah. Um. My my body woke up, and I was up. I looked at it. It was um three o'clock. I was like, please, I didn't go back to sleep. I didn't go back to sleep. I didn't go back to sleep. I couldn't go back to sleep. No. And once sleep started to find me, I closed my eyes. The alarm went off. Yeah, it always does. 100%. I was like, well. There goes that. I guess I'll take a nap late. I'm no good on a nap. I have to take yeah. a nap. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. We talked about, we, okay, we talked about this. Uh, I don't even know which episode. Uh, we talked about two different things on two different episodes. Golden's episode, we talked about how not going back to bed when you get up, mm-hmm. which I respect that he does that. Um, if I did that, I would, like he says, I would get two hours of sleep. Yeah. I wouldn't be functional. I wouldn't have functionality because if I go to bed at like 9.30 and I woke up at like 11.30 or 12.30 to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I just got up at that point, I, I wouldn't be productive so i have to go back um but the uh what was the other thing we were just talking about i'm losing it naps naps yes naps thank you saved me on that one um so we talked about this on another episode where like i think it's a statistic don't quote me on this i believe that men are able to um survive off less hours of sleep than women can don't know if it's a true fact i think it's a true fact i know more women that are vocal about taking naps than men I'm not saying they don't do it i'm just saying i know women that literally they take their nap i need it yeah how long is a nap for you <sighs> at least an hour mm. damn girl that's not a nap that's a sleep session i need 10 minutes doesn't give it to me 30 yeah. minutes won't give it to me i need at least an hour 20 minutes no I will turn into the green monster. Like oh. my friends know I'm no good without a nap. I'm in, I'm not talking because I'm mm. the most talkative person in the room. If I don't get a nap and I don't get food, I'm not talking. Hangry. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm in the corner sulking. Like I'm going to cry if I don't get a nap. Really? One, yeah. I need, cause like I, I'm on the go all day long. So yeah. once I wake up, I don't go back to sleep. But if I get a gap 
mm-hmm. where no, I don't have any clients, I'm going home to sleep. Home to sleep or like in the car or like? I can't sleep in the car because yeah. I don't have tents. So I don't want nobody looking at me while I'm sleeping. <laughs> if I could, I'd sleep in my car. But okay, I don't have right. any tents. We're going to so. get the car tinted then. Okay. If y'all want to donate to that, there just I'll drop my cash app and. There you go, right? That's a thing, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, sell me or yeah. go find me. Oh, or- man, I see people all the time like, uh, hey, it's my birthday. If any of you out there want to buy me a present. like, And people do it. But they don't fucking know you. So it's just giving. If you got to get it. Yeah, get, I think. You feel me? If you got to okay, get it. You I can't get keep that. all that to yourself. I get that because I do this often uh, when I'm out like grocery shopping or whatever. See? I will I will just be like, I'll pay for that. I'll be like, uh, where was that? I was at O'Reilly's the other day because mm-hmm. I have an old car, an old truck. And the lady in front of me was buying something that may have been like $18 or something like that. And I was just like, just put it on my tab. And she's like, really? I'm like, 100%. Just, you know, do me a favor. Sometime today, do something nice for someone else. And mm-hmm. that was it. That was it, you know. But uh, the way I interpret some of that, hey, it's my birthday, send me something, I feel like it's not always like being done in the aspect of hoping for good juju from other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's literally taking advantage of people because of. It's your birthday. Well, not, not, not necessarily because it's your birthday, but it's individuals who are playing off of, like, their visibility. Gotcha. If you know what I'm getting mm-hmm. at. And it's like, why, 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 you know? But, hey, everyone's up to their own thing. I guess I shouldn't Listen, judge. Listen, if your bills are paid, yeah. you got some extra change, yeah. give it away because you can't die with it. Well, funny that you say that because I, I worked with this gentleman um, who told me something that was so smart. His parents uh, had taught him how to live off of 25% of his paycheck. And he's in his 20s working in an industry where he makes a lot of money. And he still lives off of 25% of his paycheck. Wow. And he's been doing this since he was like a young man. So imagine, right? I mean, most of us start work at a young age because mm-hmm. either our parents want us to or we just want to get stuff for yeah. ourselves. If I if I had done that from 14 to now and was able to live off of 25% oh, of, my, a lot of money, there'd be a couple commas in my bank. There would be a couple of commas. No question about it. I smoked cigarettes for most of my life. Really? I did, yeah. yeah. You stopped? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've currently still, you. the statistic, which this one I'm sure about, <laughs> uh, the statistic would be more than half of my life that I've been alive, I've been a smoker than a non-smoker. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was 11 when I started. Really? Yeah. Sorry, Mom. Um, I was 11 years old. The first cigarette I had, it was uh, May of grade six at uh, South Common Sixth Mall. Grade. Yeah, at South Common Mall, I bought a pack of Demori cigarettes for $2. So dating myself, definitely there. Uh, and uh, my whole life, more or less, I uh, did a 10-month uh, quit when I was in my 20s. Then in the end of my 20s, uh, into my early 30s, I did uh, four, four and a bit years. And then I uh, was right back at it. And the last cigarette I had, I didn't even have the whole cigarette, was around September 3rd to 7th of 2016. That's crazy. I've never um, smoked before. Okay. Um, Never drank coffee before. Yeah. I'm a a pre-workout fiend, though. The stuff that makes, like, the back of the the hairs on your neck tingle? I don't even tingle anymore. Oh, damn, girl. I mean, I tingle, like, a little, but not, like... Is that good for you? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, look into that shit. Um, yeah... I, I need at least I drink one at least every couple of days. Okay. Um, like on my especially on my heaviest lifts. Yeah. I need that little boost because my I'm up all day mm-hmm. and I'm working out all day all day long. Yeah. So I just need that pick me up. What you guys don't and don't judge me because y'all be at Starbucks all day long getting your coffees. I don't and judge spending twelve dollars on the coffee. Yeah, too, yeah, I don't judge you guys. Yeah. Don't judge me. Um, there don't say pre workout's not good for you. Coffee isn't either. <laughs> And that's actually, a, that is a fact, actually. Uh, yeah, anyone out there that, uh, you know, drink, drinks coffee like the way I used to, I used to have a pot every morning. Exactly. A full pot of coffee to myself, black, nothing in it, done. Mm. Yeah, and I was fine. I was like, I should have been like, I was like, no, no, I was literally like. Calm. Now they pour yeah. sugar, they do the, the caramel, the the cinnamon and all this yeah, other yeah. stuff. I'm like, y'all drinking the same can of pre-workout that I'm drinking every morning. Yeah, you're just, getting it. you're just getting a $10 Starbucks cup. Which, by the way, Check this out on YouTube or something like that or on Google somewhere like that. If you took, like, the, the three sizes of mm-hmm. the Starbucks cups. They're the same size. Yes. Mm, I, s- <laughs> I saw someone do that, and I was like, it's the same amount of fucking liquid in yeah. each one? They did, that, they did that with the McDonald's cups at one point, too. Right? Yeah, it was hilarious. I'm like, God, we're idiots. That's not my business. 
idiots <laughs> fucking fall for all this shit um oh, man yeah so i did a there was a product when i was in my 20s i used to work out a little bit and there was a product i think called horsepower and it was just like a, a powder that you just put in shake it shake it, and you're supposed to drink it 30 minutes before you know your workout and i shit you not as like i'm driving to the gym I would literally feel the hairs on the back of my neck start standing up. Why do you do it on the way? I do it well, so that it hits you once you get there. I do it once I get there because I still have to warm up. So during my warm okay, up, that's okay. when I'll feel it. Okay. Like, it's probably smarter than what I did. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it did work. I mean, I was able to push as much at the end as I did on the, on the first. Um, I do find that I just now I learn which exercises i can do with the same vigor mm -hmm. at the end as the beginning so I, I i hold those ones on for the end so that i can push as much mm -hmm. and of course every exercise you do you're pushing different weights because it's a different machine and yeah. different aspect of of the muscle you're, you're mm -hmm. target, which is what i've learned from you know people like golden uh teaching me the proper stuff i no longer take powder pre-workout okay i will only drink the can it crystallizes in my kidneys and causes issues i mean most of this stuff is on a shelf because somebody knew somebody that got approved through the what is it the fda, FDA. yeah uh, yeah the FDA so. and all that yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying it's not the wool's been pulled over our eyes for many many years and it still will for for a lot of people you know, every time i go fine. and research a certain food that i've been eating forever i can't eat it no more i was like what can i eat yeah. there's nothing nothing I you can go have a leaf I can't yeah. even unless you eat it right outside and there's no pesticides yeah. on it. Right. Yeah. So like go. there's nothing that yeah. is safe anymore. Like I think there's there's metal flakes in like some cereals, baby cereals and Did you hear about the newest thing that's being publicized is about like deodorants? I, I, you know how hard it is to find a good deodorant without aluminum? Boom, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Right. So the one I use absolutely has aluminum in it. Uh, but I've been using it since I was 17. Um, but again, I came across something the other day, and this is on, on the point you made earlier about the phone situation, is uh, I was in a conversation about it, about the aluminum, blah, blah, blah. And then a product came up on my phone, which is like the most natural, best, all different scents and this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's a, it's a white stick, and, and I, just, I just never had luck with that stuff. It gets flaky. The, the natural ones still make you stink. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, like, for me, I don't stink. I don't have my shit own. don't smell it don't <laughs> <laughs> probably gonna um, use the poopery first right? <laughs> um i don't get like bo like bo like that like i'll like smell myself like mm, okay yeah. whatever but i still like to wear deodorant right yeah because you never know that one I mean, ripe day i mean i love my gillette cool wave i like, use it forever I, th I think i'm using like the baking soda looking one okay um arm and hammer okay so i'm using that right now it's okay I like Dove, but Dove okay. has stuff. In I always use Dove bar soap after I get a tattoo. Really? That's just what I've always used since like I was 19 getting ink done. Mm. And for the healing process for the first week of healing, um, I just have a bar of Dove soap. And that's just, you know, that's what I use for and, and works for me. Yeah. Let's get back to a, a bit more of the, um, we didn't really touch on yet. Or maybe we did but I don't think we did. What are some of like the high moments? Cause we talked about, you know, how life is up and down and, mm -hmm. and you gotta be, you know, you'll like this. Cause I believe it's from the good book. And I, and I took it from something I saw Tom Hanks say, which I've said before on this program, this too shall pass. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in your life you've had down and you've had up mm -hmm. And uh, it seems like your mindset was obviously going down, uh, unfortunately, the rabbit hole earlier on in your life. Mm -hmm. And you were able to, you know, lift yourself back up. You found therapy, which has helped you. And now you're helping others through, mm -hmm. through training. What would you say is, a, is, a, is something you've done for you um, at a low point to get you back up? Oh. Besides the gym and therapy, I just surround myself with people who love me. Okay. Like, my my village, my support system is everything to me. My mm -hmm. best friend, I literally call her all day long. I'm like, I'm going to spiral. I'm going to spiral. She's like, what's wrong? She's my voice of reason. Like, okay. I will, or sometimes I'll just go to her house and just lay in her bed and sleep. Okay. Like, I feel like a lot of what I've been through, where I, her and a lot of people, I wouldn't have made it. 
sometimes okay. you need it's not just you on your journey by yourself sometimes you need those people to carry you when you can't carry yourself listen i i get it i, I live on a property with uh you know three other grown-ass men you know <laughs> this is your village 100 percent. and um i'm very forthcoming you know if, if shit's going wrong i definitely share and uh and sometimes all i really want is to be around them and so i get that like when i'm away for seven weeks three months however long it is i'm out of the country um i miss the out of my dog okay mm. i love 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 my dog so bad but the only thing that i care about when i get back is seeing the boys i don't care about going out drinking i don't care about blowing off some steam uh, i care about just genuinely being around them and I don't even have to be like, nothing could be wrong. I just want to be around them because it makes me feel better. Yeah. And that's it. So I, I get that point. Uh, so that, that's what you do on, on the low point. What do you do when things are going really good? I just surround myself. I love people. Yeah. I love just being around people. I love being goofy with people. I just like to, I want to be around somebody. I don't want to be by myself. Okay. Like when I'm in like a good mood, I want to be around everybody. Okay. Like, but when I'm not in a good mood... Like, I want to be alone. I want to isolate, even though I shouldn't. Because mm. that's when when you're alone with your thoughts, that's the most dangerous point of your life. Scariest place on this whole rock. It's right in here. Is with yourself. 100%. Yeah. And the enemy gets in your head, and he's like, that's a perfect vulnerable moment where I can just get in their head and say whatever, and they'll believe me. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll actually believe that you're not enough. You'll actually believe that something is wrong with you. You'll actually believe that you're the problem, that you don't belong here. Those are the darkest moments that you should not be alone that you should surround yourself with people. That's why when something's wrong with me, I'll tell her. I'm like, hey, I'm not having a good day today. Tell her your friend or tell her as in you? No, I'll tell my friend. Like, oh, okay. Hey, I'm not having a good day. She's like, you want me to come over? And you what's, your, what's your bestie's name? Wadlene Lewis. Wadlene Lewis. I love you to death, girl. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Set that one up. Yeah. Well, like, that's awesome that you have her. Um, and is this someone you've known for forever, ever? Not forever. We grew up in the same church. Okay. Um, I think we've always been close friends. COVID brought us together. We quarantined okay. together. Yeah. She lives four doors down from me. Yeah. So we were literally stuck with each other all day all night like if my, my mom knows like if i'm not home i'm at her, her house and her mom knows that she's not there we're out together okay, we were okay. her tanisha her sister yeah monica all of us like just going out about finding stuff to do diy projects all that like quarantine a lot of people it was hard for people it was the best time of our <laughs> lives like we had a blast like you couldn't tell us nothing once we the world opened back up again we were sad yeah, because I'm busy, she's busy, yeah. we don't have time for each other anymore. Life happens, you know, uh, people get butthurt sometimes, you know, well, you don't come around anymore, it's like, okay, do you have any idea what I'm doing now? Exactly. Do you understand what I put on my plate that yeah. I'm trying to get done? Like, I don't think I've ever gotten anybody that I know shit that used to come around here all the time, because we, we kind of have like an open door policy here mm -hmm. with like the people that we know we do have functions and, and events sometimes here where we like, you know, like, Hey, we're doing this. Like we don't put out like a flyer or nothing. We just like, yo, Hey, we're, we're cooking, you know, tonight, whatever. But there's a, a lot of people that used to just, just swing by just whenever they felt like it and not so much anymore. I might reach out to them personally and be like, yo, how you doing? Everything good. And like, Oh yeah. Awesome. So, okay, cool. All right, cool. Just checking in seeing, you know, but like, I'm not going to give you shit. Yeah. And clearly Cause I understand we're adulting. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got shit to do. What is the uh, toughest aspect of having a job that doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily stational? Ooh. The fact that you are fully reliant on yourself financially. Mm. I No one prepared me to transition like this. Okay. And I wish somebody did because I would have been saving a long time ago. Right. I mean, I saved a little bit, but you realize, oh, I don't get PTO. Oh, I don't get sick leave. Oh, I can't just call out and still get paid or anything like that. It's no, I'm fully reliant on myself as far as money goes. Like, and we're in tough times right now. Not everyone's trying to pay for a trainer. Mm -hmm. So, but I am confident in what I do. And people are confident in what I do. And that's the reason why it's sustainable. But if I knew what I knew now, I probably would have taken different steps before I started my business. People make starting a business look so 
amazing online oh yeah i made my first million and i made this amount a month and you know they don't tell you like oh but you have to pay taxes but you have to pay for this you have to pay for that you have to pay for marketing you have to pay for branding there's so much behind i was like i just kept putting negative signs uh, negative mm-hmm. nah, negative nah, 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 negative nah, nah, nah. like they don't tell you that yeah. you're, you're chilling underneath that red line <laughs> you know you see oh yeah that's that red fucking line up there. And then yeah. you do your monthly dues and it's like you you have to subtract every single thing. And I'm like, Business, I'll yeah. say this though. Yes. Um, even though no one taught me beforehand, mm-hmm. I've had a great support system through it all. Right. Um, Dominic Purnell, he helped me step by step with my business. He's like, do you have this? Do you have that? We'd have weekly meetings. Like he was on me. And mind you, he's not... He just did it himself and he just wanted to help me. He's right. like, he's like every, every day he texts me, Hey, you have this to do list to do. We have to get this done. We have to get that done. He didn't have to do any of that. And he never charged me for any of that, for all the okay. advice that he gave me. And I really appreciate that. And, um, my friend Ola, she's like, Hey girl, like if you need me to be your assistant, I'll be your assistant. She's writing stuff down for me. Like I didn't ask for nothing. That's awesome. My videographer, Paul Alexis, he, he is amazing. He's the one who took over my Instagram. So a lot of the content that you see, he did a lot of that too. Wow. And he's like, Hey, I looked at your page. I think it has great potential. Let me help you out. Okay. And you know, we helped, he helped me out and I helped him out and you know, it, Goes around, comes around. Yes, the content is amazing. I, Mm. I've been surrounded by so many business owners in Mm. this time of my life. Never been like this, and I keep meeting people and networking with people. I'm like, I'm not. I don't deserve any of this. But aren't you so happy that? Yeah, you're so happy because you've you've done what we talk about on the on the Life Choices podcast, which is which is what I strongly believe is important, and it's out there across all platforms. Which is surround yourself with the people that are going after what it is you want. You know, surround yourself with people who have already done it. Surround yourself with people that are, are trying to level up themselves mm-hmm. and be a part of it. Can Learn, absorb, be a sponge, interject when you can, listen when you when you need to. That's that, true. That, that's a huge thing. Um, I want to thank you very much for coming here today. You know, it's been a great conversation. I look forward to having uh, more with you. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're after after we're off scene, we're going to start talking about besties uh, now. possible working together, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, I love how the world works. I love uh, that the Life Choices podcast brings me um, closer with those who I know and even closer with new people. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. I thank Golden out there for introducing the two of us. Yes. Big reason why we're sitting here together. Um, yeah, I wish you all the best of luck in everything. Um, no doubt in my mind, uh, that you're going to be successful with everything. You're, you have that drive. You understand what it takes. You, you know what it means to work, which, you know, is, is very important nowadays. A lot of people, unfortunately, don't understand mm-hmm. what it means to work. So all the best in all your endeavors. Um, I'll grab, uh, all your socials. We're going to put all the socials. I mean, they're down there right now. You can see them. Just scroll down below this thing. Um, and, uh, if anyone wants to contact you for personal training or even up, possibly talk to you about maybe someone mm-hmm. out there will direct you on how to become a life coach. Yes. You never know. Thank you very much everyone out there for tuning in for another, uh, episode here on the life choices podcast. Uh, don't forget to scroll down and hit subscribe, hit the bell to be notified about what's coming up next. Like comment, share, uh, please. I enjoy all the support that you've been doing out there on all, all of our platforms. And uh, we look forward to seeing you here next week on the Life Choices Podcast. Much love, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now about the journey. Life Choices Podcast.